What's up, folks? How's everybody doing today? This is your old pal Mike from America's Hometown Horror here to talk to you about Shine Through Window Cleaning because, yet again, tonight's episode of America's Hometown Horror is brought to you by Shine Through Window Cleaning. Shine Through Window Cleaning is a family-owned and operated company that proudly serves Plymouth and all of the surrounding areas. Every single one of them. They treat your home or business like they would treat their own and they believe in building their reputation on every job they do. Get in touch with Shine Through today to discuss your window cleaning, gutter cleaning, and power washing needs at 781-812-9189. That's 781-812-9189 or at shinethroughinc.net. That's shine, T-H-R-U, window cleaning, shine through, window cleaning. What's up, everybody? How y'all fearing? How y'all fearing? Hello, hello. Hey. Good evening. Feeling good. It could be evening. It could be morning. Welcome to another episode of America's Hometown Horror. My name is Mike. I am your host, and I am joined by my usual co-hosts, Catherine. Hello. How are ya? I'm fantastic. And Andrew. What's up, guys? How you doing, pal? Wish I could say that like Pasternak, but I can't. (laughs) Might be tough to do. That's a tough accent to replicate, I feel like. The, I feel like uh, no one knows what we're talking about unless they're Bruins fans. Yeah, that would but. be a tough pull. But that's okay. To our Bruins fans, we got you. All right. So uh, welcome into another episode. We are here tonight to talk about our first psychological thriller movie. We haven't done one of these before. Changing it up. I know. Uh, everything can't be monsters and werewolves and aliens and uh, masked killers and everything like that. So here we are. Plenty of monsters. Yeah, plenty of monsters in this movie. Just uh, different... Different kind, mm-hmm. the I scary would say. type of monster, the, like the me. real life, real life, like real really, world monsters. Like, yeah, the ones that like make <laughs> that you ah, uh, real world that. monsters could be a new yeah. show. Yeah, thoughts, lots, lots of thoughts on uh, on this movie. <laughs> I remember when we were watching it, I turned to Cat like halfway through, and I was like, Jesus Christ, I feel like I'm going to need to watch something funny after this. Yeah, <laughs> this movie's a barrel of laughs. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it was great either way. We'll get into that, and of course, that movie is called Prisoners. Uh, you may not have heard of it. If you're a horror fan, uh, if you're a fan of thrillers, you may have seen it. But if you're a horror fan, you may have not. This is one that, personally, I missed when it came out back in 2013. But uh, I, I can't believe that I did because it's so far up my alley. It's so dark and dreary and just depressing that, uh, you know, it kind of made my day seeing it. I found, feel like I found a hidden gem. Oh, yes. And a uh, hat tip to my buddy Andrew here for suggesting it. Yeah. I couldn't believe you hadn't seen Yay, it either. Because I'm like, well, it's not a horror movie, mm-hmm. technically. But technically, it is a fucking horror movie. Like, this movie is scarier than most. Like, I always say, did this movie scare me? No. Mm-hmm. This type of movie scares, scares me. Because oh, this yeah. is about the monster next door, the monster in your neighborhood, yeah. <clears throat> and how there's more than one monster, and how yeah. there's usually, how close every person is to maybe being a monster. Yeah. Like, you could, it's a slippery slope, so that's more what this movie delves into, which I think is horror. Don't spoil too much. We want to save that for when we actually get into movie discussion. But oh, I will I feel, I feel the awesome thoughts coming off you right now, so I'm very excited to hear you uh, talk about this. Um, so, but before we get into the movie, I feel like there's one thing that we probably should bring up. Uh, you know, if you listen to this show, if you follow us on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook, you probably saw a post that went out a couple of days ago where, uh, so since this whole quarantine has started, I decided to start writing again. Um, I went to school for that, 
don't have a career in that right now, so I kind of got away from it, and I decided to try and start doing some stuff. Ended up writing something that I thought nobody would read, and it's currently published on bloodydisgusting.com, which is a website that we've talked about a bunch of times in this show. Pretty much when I pull my news, that's where I go there, and like maybe Dread Central or Fangoria. Uh, Fangoria's website, I should say, not the uh, not the magazine. And I sent it in, thinking nobody would read it. They decided they wanted to put it on there. Um, I'm an obsessed nerd with uh, Bravo's old school 2004 100 Scariest Movie mo- Movie Moments special, as uh, both of my co-hosts can attest to, because oh, yes. every time we've had a few pops... It's uh, anytime the remote control the or the Xbox controller is in my hand, I'm going to YouTube and putting on clips from this show because it's so fucking awesome. How, how many episodes was it, honestly? Because I feel like I've seen every single episode and it's the longest thing yeah. ever. Is it? A, was it a series? So it's it's four. It was a it was a yeah. Each episode was like an hour long. Okay. It's four episodes, four hours total, longer. But everything's like two three minutes. It's real quick. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's. If you're a horror fan, you've watched. That's why not, I wanted to. Against, I'm not t- calling you out. Oh no, I've seen it a billion. You times. You hate it though, but that's okay. Well, I hate it because I've seen it a billion times. <laughs> well, I, I, wrote, hate I wrote about it because it. of the content. <laughs> I, I wrote about it because it was so in, influential to me in being a horror fan, and I just thought it was underappreciated. It's huge. Yeah, you don't so, get those anymore. Like those countdowns, yeah. the top this. It's a it's no yeah. great article. <laughs> with a lot of insight if you haven't seen it. So check I it mean, out if you haven't. So, I mean, there's just so many people that are huge in the horror community that are on there, and a lot of them are now deceased. This is 16 years later. So it's just, it's it's a very interesting look at movies. It introduced me to a lot of movies at the time when I first saw it that I hadn't seen before, which I thought was pretty cool, and it kind of reinvigorated my fandom, and, you know, I probably wouldn't be here talking with you guys in this podcast without that documentary series. What he's saying is he'd be dead. Yeah, wow. yeah, I'd be dead instead. <laughs> it's pretty deep. Um, but, Fuck. you know, I don't say any of this to brag or anything like that. I'm just happy that it got onto the definition, website. Definition, definition, hashtag humble no. brag. No, no I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, it, I just, you know, it's out there. If you want to check it out, read it. Good for Mike. That's impressive. Yes, I'm we're impressed. very Thanks. proud of you. Put himself out there. And look what happens. I think it's awesome. I, even yeah. I mean, you didn't. You sent it in not thinking that it was going to do anything. Just a submission. Yeah, so. yeah. It's cool. I mean, who who would have thunk that? Uh, you know, the the grainy YouTube videos that I put on when we've had a few drinks uh, would turn into something <laughs> that would get on probably one of the biggest horror websites in the world. So. Good job. Extremely humbled by this. What yes. a, what a, what an experience it's been. So, Very um, if you have a chance, check out the article. It's on Bloody Disgusting. It's called "An Appreciation of Bravo's 100 Scariest Movie Moments." Very clever title, I know, but uh, you know, titles aren't really my thing. So, anywho, with that being said, uh, we are here to talk about prisoners, and for tonight. My boy Andrew is going to steer the ship. So Andrew, the ship might hit a few rocks along the way. Two, maybe drown sea the ocean. But we'll try. Mm-hmm. What? All right. So as Mike had mentioned, we are going to be talking about the crime thriller that came out in 2013, Prisoners. Very underrated movie. Yes. I feel like I'm so super excited. underrated movie. Um, maybe not a horror movie, like we had said before, but. If you like what horror stands for and what horror is, then you would like this movie. Right. Yeah. It really doesn't matter that it's classified as a crime thriller. It's up there with like seven Silence of the Lambs. I would put it up there with 
people yeah. are going to be like, that's insane. You can't say that. But no, this movie's phenomenal. Um, it was directed by – we've had some questions about how you pronounce his name. I thought it was Dennis Villeneuve. It's not right at all. It's Denis Villeneuve. He's French. He's he, French Canadian. He's French. He directed a few movies you may have known. Uh, 2016, he directed Arrival. In 2015, Sicario came out. 2013, Enemy came out, which had a big influence on his casting for this movie as he cast uh, Jake Gyllenhaal in the role as Detective oh, Loki without even an audition. He just, because of his how he did on Enemy... He was what, like you guys. Was Enemy that like boxing movie? No. Which movie was that? Enemy was the one. See, I was I started getting ready to watch Enemy the other night and I fell asleep. Not mm-hmm. because it was bad, but because I was tired. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> I watched like ten minutes of it, so I really don't know. But I think um, Jake Gyllenhaal's like a whistleblower for CIA. Maybe I don't know if that's oh, even okay. at all correct. It's probably not, but he's maybe that's why it's called Enemy, because he's like an enemy, because yeah. he's a whistleblower. Enemy of the state. But I think that's what it was about. Like Wilson. I haven't seen it, so I can't actually... I saw it like five minutes. Ten okay. minutes, fell asleep. What's, anyway. What's the movie with Jake Gyllenhaal where he's like the boxer? He's that a came boxer? out a few years ago. Oh. I never saw it, but I saw a trailer for it. Yeah, I know uh, the one you're talking that's, about. That's the movie I thought you were oh, talking about. No, but. and I can't even think about it. I can't even remember it. But I know the movie you're talking about. I haven't seen it. It's He's a boxer. Look it up. Yeah. Someone find it. Jake yeah, it's a, it's a boxer. It's a one-word movie. Yes, it is. That's one, why when you said word. enemy, I thought that was definitely it. But uh, oh, That's going to bother me now, so now I'm distracted. That's but, fine. Keep going. Keep going. So, um, like we said. Southpaw. Southpaw. That's the name of the movie. That's two words. It's one, one word. One word, Southpaw. Southpaw is one word. Southpaw is one word. Well, South and Paw are two different words. They are two different so words, but they also... So is it South Coast, but it's still South Coast. <laughs> they also... It's one word. South, South and Paw. Is it a paw. name of Look something? Look at that. Pumpkin Head. That's two words, <laughs> and it's one word. It's Pumpkin Head. It's one word. You like, look everywhere. So you can't South, just South, make South, South two South words South and Paw are, are two different words. About? What do you think? South Paw? Honey, listen. Pumpkin Head. Catherine. Catherine. So South and Paw are two different words. Yes. Agreed. Southpaw, when you combine them, it's a slang term for a lefty. A lefty pitcher in baseball. Oh. Or a lefty. So that's a that's... real word? Yes, it is. Oh. It's not a made-up word. Yeah. I no, don't know. No, I mean, it's the name of a movie. It could be a made-up word. No, it's it's a so real it word. Pumpkinhead. It's a real... <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. Anyway, yeah, the movie was called Southpaw. Sorry. Andrew, I'm sorry to interrupt. <laughs> Go ahead, buddy. All right, so it's a crime drama-type movie. Uh, basically centers around the spoiler-free the abduction of two girls, one of which is the daughter of Hugh Jackman's character, Keller mm-hmm. Dover. Most made-up name I've ever heard. Keller Dover. I Keller thought that Dover. same thing, too. There are a couple, like, there are a couple little, little minor, minor, minor... Slight tweak. Quirks I have with this movie. Go ahead. Go on to But there is meaning to his name, so we'll get to that at the end. You probably already knew it, thought because there, I know Mike... there might be. Mike would always know that type of stuff. Um, so anyway, Actually, I, I didn't really get a, lo- a chance to do a lot of, a lot of symbolic background into the into like the symbolism of this yeah. movie. I, I picked up on a lot of it, but I don't really. I have my opinions on it, but I haven't like. I have the general gist yeah, of it. Yeah. But if you want to delve down that rabbit hole, just watch YouTube videos. It's yeah. Fine. It's easy. Um, so yeah, centers around the abduction of two girls. Takes place in Pennsylvania. One of the girls is Hugh Jackman's daughter. Killer Dover. Um, and basically from there, it turns into madness, but it also turns into a story of how a father whose daughter was abducted searches for her, how a detective who is put on the case goes about searching for that person, those people, and 
how dark it can turn turn really quickly. And like that's this, now this this has definitely happened in real life before stuff like this. So it's got that sense of realness to it. It also has a general overcast of just darkness. It's dreary. I actually went read one review that was written when it came out and it got like a one star review, and I was like. Bitch, what are you talking about? Yeah. It's a phenomenal movie. And one of the complaints in it was that it was too dark and ominous of a setting. It doesn't rain that much anywhere. That person clearly has never lived in Massachusetts because it can rain for weeks on end. And it's interesting that the the writer of this movie, Alex Guskowski... Mm-hmm. Is that the pronunciation? Uh, or? Something like that. Ugh, we should get it right. Uh, um, we should get, give him justice. Aaron, not Alex. Aaron. Fuck that up. There's an Alex in the movie. Uh, Aaron Guzikowski. From Massachusetts, baby. Born in Brockton. Lived in Brockton. Um, so, yeah, he knows all about dreary weather. So it was probably well, part of the book. Or for, the screenplay, like, not for, book. For real. It, it, is the sun ever out in this movie? I don't think it, it is. It isn't. It's either it's raining, either raining snowing, overcast, overcast, or snowing the entire it movie. it takes place? Pennsylvania. Oh, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Yeah. It looks like Brockton. Yeah. So, I mean. That's what I was just thinking. I was like, it definitely it's snowing, does. too, like, like at one scene? He like, actually um, named, so there's a street in the movie that Hugh Jackman's character, his father left to him when he died. And the name of the street is um, Campello uh, Right. Campanello. Camp, no, Campanello. There's no N in it, though. I don't know if it's pronounced that way. Maybe not. Sorry. That's why I'm wondering. And I'm trying to think. But it's. I think it's Campello, and it's actually a neighborhood in Brockton, a very small neighborhood oh. that I think he must have – he grew up on, but he was from Brockton, so he named it after that. But that's a little tie-in for where huh. he's from when he wrote it. Um, I feel like I'm rambling on too much. Um, Campanelli, maybe? Campan- well, there's I, I Campanelli Field. Yeah. If you just type in C-A-M-P-E-L-L-O. All right, it's okay. But it's I mean, unnecessary. Like, no one knows so, where that is. So had that had that person that wrote that one-star review, they ever seen Seven? Which, that oh. movie, it rains the entire fucking movie except yeah. for the very end. Yeah. Like, it, it's, it's a mood thing. It's a mood thing. It, it is. And the, the, I find that it's tough to find a movie with better acting in it. Like, this movie, the acting is what drives it. It's yeah. phenomenal acting. It's well-written. It's got that nice, ominous sense. So to me, it's like a horror movie in the fact that it's just a foreboding, creepy atmosphere the entire time. Like, everybody he runs into, like the detective in that movie, not to spoil it, mm-hmm. it's the biggest fucking creep I've ever met. And they in themselves could be, like... Their own star in a yeah. horror movie. Because yeah. they're horrifying. Oh, totally. Yeah. This movie does not have a lot of good things to say about humanity at all. No. <laughs> pretty it's, pretty much... That's the symbolism. ...has, has the movie. assumption that every person is either some sort of creep, scumbag, predator, uh, you know, faux religious fraud, mm-hmm. or all of the above combined. So, yeah. It, it definitely does... <laughs> but like I said, this movie does not make you feel good when you watch it. It makes no. you feel terrible. Another little interesting tidbit about the writer. So, um, he wrote the screenplay. He started it in 2007. He finished it in 2009. This movie didn't come out until 2013. Like, so when he wrote this movie, <clears throat> it got picked up and some guys signed on to it. One of them, which was Leo DiCaprio and Christian Bale. Mm-hmm. And Brian Singer, I think, was supposed to direct it. Really? And they all dropped out at some point. So this movie took, like, a while to get picked up, and then eventually it did, and it'd be interesting, like, we'll get into this later, like, we've done before with the cast. That would be interesting to see 
how yeah. how good it would be. Would it get better reception? Who knows? I had seen that DiCaprio was in the running for this at, at, at one point. As who? As I would, if I had to guess, probably would have been Jake Gyllenhaal's character. But I bet you Andrew probably has some info on that. We'll get into for it later. later. Yeah. Okay. All right. <clears throat> yeah. So ask us questions about the movie. Like, well, well usually like that's that. it's not that part yet. We're not on questions yet. Hold on. Watch the crinkling of the paper. That might come up on the microphone a little bit. Paper? What yes. paper? <laughs> exactly. This is we'll, all out of my we'll, head. We'll, we'll cut it just, all out. Just, don't worry. Just don't worry. put it on the table. I could do that, but then people will steal my notes. But no I'm not, honestly, I'm not joking. Read. I really yeah. don't give and a fuck. And I can't read. So. All right, that three, actually makes sense. Three. Hold on. Don't start. Don't stop. So I just want to make sure that I've gotten to all the because Mm -hmm. this is all pre-movie notes, like non-spoilers, right? Stuff that you that Mike usually does. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I just want to make sure I haven't. I don't do anything else. Done. Uh, Did we link him to that? We've (laughs) talked enough about the writer. Don't worry about any of this, man. Just take your time. We'll cut out all of this if we're just bullshitting or whatever. It's fine. Ronry, I'm so Ronry. So this is where I don't know, Mike, because you do this. You stagger stuff throughout it. Mm So I feel like I'm just going to stagger the rest and bring it up at a later point. It's honestly... I don't want to talk because I feel like it's too much. It's No, it, honestly... No, it, you're supposed to talk. So, like, if you listen back to our Krampus episode, right, mm-hmm. I feel like I was just info-dumping you guys the entire fucking time. And that is not good content. No. And so I've just tried to... And it takes a little while... Dagger it. Just to be a little bit more conversational. And as stuff comes up in conversation, to be like, okay, that's in my notes. Let's talk about that now. Instead of... Like bringing up a rigid question later. Because usually <laughs> someone's going to bring something up and then you can talk about it then. Right. So exactly. We'll just get so into the pee. spoiler part real of quick, the. Uh, real quick, real quick, real quick. Movie. Gotta pee. Hello, Mr. Ollis. Oh, he's dead. He's dead? Is he? Like, really, Dad? I'm not getting back up again, but can you check when you come back downstairs? I feel like I got so sunburned today. I feel that like hot, cold, like totally sunburned. Yeah. Aww. I'm pink. <laughs> yeah, your body hasn't seen the sun in months. Oh, it's so sad. Uh, I'm like, I feel hot, but I'm cold. Like, <laughs> All right. I know where I'm going. Okay. Let's get there. I'll forget in 10 seconds. Hurry! <laughs> right? All right. I've, all right. This is going to be a good, like, good. Two, mi- two minutes of outtakes here. That's while this has all still been recorded. I can't wait to re-listen to this one. Oh, right. You, that was on? Yeah, it's on. Uh, <laughs> I don't get, know if we actually said anything. It'll all I was talking get... about my sunburn. Don't oh, worry. Yeah. No, but literally, I don't right. know if we even said anything. Of Whenever Andrew wants to go on with the chlorophyll, we're good to go. Sorry. Don't do that. Oh, we're still on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah all ahead. right. One, two, three, begin. All right, so... I've talked enough about this movie to get it going, and I don't feel like listening to myself talk anymore. So, change it up a little bit. We usually talk about whether you consider this movie scary or not. It's kind of an obvious question in some cases, but I think we should change it up, and I think it should be, do you consider this a horror movie or not? So, Kat, I want to know what you thought about the movie. Do you think it was scary, scary enough to be considered a horror? And if not, why? Um... Yes, it was scary. Yes, I consider it a horror movie. 
um, because I'm scared of things in real life and <laughs> not monsters. <laughs> You're scared of a lot. You've been of pretty clear about um, that in past shows. I so think. this is like this terrifies me. Like, and I'm not even like a mom or anything. Like, I couldn't even imagine. Like, I know some of my coworkers. Um, they have kids and they won't watch some of these things that involve like missing kids because they're just like it's way too close to home. It scares me way too much, and I can't even imagine like that actually happening. So I think I asked them before. I think the missing was that one of the ones. We oh, that show's so fucked. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's like a, another missing <clears throat> children show. That yeah. was. Uh, it wasn't a BBC show, but oh. it's produced in England, and it's yeah, it's it's really really good. Sound, I'd probably like. It. I Honestly, love it's those it's, types it's of like shows. as I'm, I will get into and talk about in my opinions. I'm sure it ha- has very big True Detective vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that you could Jake Gyllenhaal should be in True Detective. Mm-hmm. That would be so. But great. yeah, this Go is ahead. um totally totally a horror movie. Totally scares the crap out of me. Um, yeah. Yeah, that makes so sense. I, I, I mean, would I look if I was? <laughs> let's let's go back here and back in time. Well, I would the way I like. What to look if at I was it. in Blockbuster? Which section would this be under? Not horror, though. No, it, it would definitely it would not. be under like a. But thriller. that's only be un- no. There will well, there wouldn't there wouldn't be a thriller section. It'd be probably under drama or maybe mystery. Not drama. They have a thriller section. It's a crime drama. Yeah, crime but it's drama, a it's a maybe. crime it's a crime horror. But most crimes are horrors. So, it could be under. I horror. think crime. I think they don't call it horror because they want it to go to a different audience. Yeah, a more broad audience. Yeah, which I think what they're doing is basically it's a slap in the face to horror, telling you that you're an idiot if you like watching horror movies. So we're not going to gear this towards you because not enough people watch it because right. all you want is blood, guts, and slashing, which isn't true at all. Right, That's right. great in its place, but well, and horror movies have a specific genre and a specific, hmm. <laughs> like. Audience and fan fan group. Not even that is the movie similar, but wouldn't you The Strangers is that considered a horror movie? I think so. Yes. Yeah. So it's in the same 100%. level as that. Yeah. So but I know I know Mike movie. finds this movie scary, and well, I don't know if he finds it scary, but I know you find it to be a horror, right, Mike? So I don't consider this to be a horror movie, but Terrorist. I do. I, I do find it, would it be in the drama section. I do find it to be scary, which I think is a unique combination. And I feel like as I've gotten older, the types of movies that scare me, Kat, you say this all the time, are the movies that depict shit that could really happen to you any day. Oh, yeah. Like, because I like to escape into, like, monster movies or whatever else. Like, those are my personal favorites. But they don't scare me. Like, I I, I like the characters. I like the lore. I, I enjoy a good original take on something like that. But shit that actually, like, I used to just get scared when I was a kid when I was watching horror movies, like, from time to time, right? Now, as an adult, when I watch something that is really disturbing me, I just get anxiety. I feel anxiety about everything. And this movie gave me anxiety almost the entire time I watched it. If there's a movie that you need to be on Xanax when you're watching, it's probably this movie. Yeah. (laughs) For sure. For sure. I mean... So, with that being said, Mike... Mm -hmm. You don't consider it horror. You think it has all the elements that yes. it doesn't need. I think it's 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 horror adjacent. It's close. This reminds me of like seven. Well, what is Zodiac, it? Silence of the Lambs, those types of movies that are prob could be considered horror. They just but, walk the right. line of, Zodiac's yeah. amazing. Oh yeah, 
Oh, we almost did an episode on that. We, we're, we well, probably we're still going will. to. Yeah. This will be like the icebreaker that breaks the ice. We can go off in all different directions of movies mm-hmm. until we're doing Pee Wee's mm-hmm. Big, Big Adventure, Adventure. which yeah. is an amazing movie. Has Jesus. one of the scariest oh, non-horror well. movie scenes ever, I think. When his bike is getting melted. Large Marge. That's a large Marge. About, yeah. I was thinking about the one where the guy that played Gacy in that movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah that one. He played Gacy. He was also the uh, twerp that Pee Wee Herman didn't like. Yeah. But... We digress. Um, yes. What I was going to say, though, so you really like this movie, so would it surprise you if I told you that the writer for this movie <clears throat> was linked to other such movies to be the writer for as the new Wolfman that I heard about was supposed to come out in 2018, never did, so I don't know what whether that got scrapped or not, mm-hmm. or even he's been linked to writing a new Friday the 13th movie. Would you give the okay for him writing those? Absolutely. All right. Absolutely. I don't know whether there's any yeah, truth to that. Yeah, listen, I, I didn't mean like the no, saying no, no, it's no. not a horror movie is like a slant against this movie. I, I think it's a great movie, which I'm sure we'll talk well, about. I just don't consider it to be a pure horror movie, even though there are horrific elements. Well, and also, too, basically what you're saying to me is that you would consider this movie a horror movie if – slight changes were made to the writing of it. It would sure. be very easy to turn this sure. into a horror what, movie. What would turn into a horror movie? If the kids uh, a scary being... clown was doing it. Or if the kids were being abducted by some sort of supernatural force or some sort of monster. Okay, let me put it this way. So we talked about The Outsider on a past show. If the killer in this show had been like The Outsider that was some sort of shape-shifting entity, that would have made it a quote-unquote horror movie, in my opinion. Because while I think that there can be horror movies that don't have those sorts of things, I don't think they were trying to make a horror movie here. I don't think it was portrayed as one. And while I can see the argument that it can be considered one, I personally don't agree with it. I don't think so. And I do not not agree with that point. Yeah. It's a good point. Just it's very it, – there's – for horror fans, on the most part, there's a very definitive line with what makes it a horror and what doesn't make it a horror. I don't like lines. Yeah. They Fuck bore the lines. Me. Fuck the rules. But I understand ex- exactly where it's coming from, and that's how horror fans think, and that's how well, the mainstream media thinks, too, because they classify it as a certain way. So I'm, you're right in every sense. I'm so happy you asked the question, because that was kind of, when we got talking about it, that was the one thing I was like, shit, I probably should have told Andrew maybe. The horror fan that. has to but know. But you are a genius, and you put it in there yourself. Just and, now, too, because yeah. we smoked weed. <laughs> Prop to weed. I didn't have that in there. I just wrote down what we well, were talking about, and that has changed. The weed has helped. It's uh, making me feel a lot less go, restrictive. Hey. I kind of want to ramble now, on man. now. I can legal, smoke a baby. little weed, talk about a little movie. And, hey. yeah. and well, I'm with a published author, so as much pressure as there is on me, Thank I know you. he can cover if I fuck up. Well, so... In our, the title of our podcast has the word horror in it. True So story. I think it makes sense to have the discussion about why this movie qualifies to be on this show. It and also has... Again, oh. while I don't think it is a horror movie, I think that we can absolutely have a conversation about this movie and that it would be perfectly suitable for this show. In the sake of winning an argument, mm-hmm. I just want to clarify with Catherine, what is the second <clears throat> word in our title of our podcast? What? I know what you're getting at here. In the word A A H, what is the second word in that podcast? What is what does H stand Hometown. for? Hometown. 
<clears throat> I would like you to know that hometown is actually consistent of two words, home and town, and, but it is spelt as one. So you're wrong, you lose, and stop it. Because that's enough. Anyway, enough Thanks making fun of Cat. I couldn't help myself, though. But okay, fine. We're moving right, right on, Let's, moving yeah, right along. So I have a different question for Michael. I'm going to change it up. See, this is where the weed might be taken over too much, and I might okay. be poking Mike on the spot. But as a writer, mm-hmm. seeing as Mike is a famous published writer. Oh, stop it. Usually we talk about what's your favorite scene in the movie, and that is going to be what's my question color? for you, Kat. What is your favorite scene in this movie? And for Mike, no, actually, rephrase that. Kat, what scene in this movie made you believe that it was a horror movie? And Mike, what scene in this movie, what would you adjust, and how would you change it slightly to make this a horror movie? Like, it could be anything. Mm-hmm. No pressure. Okay. It's outside the box. Cat, think Kat hopefully probably, you can I'll talk about for more that. than Kat 30 seconds easier question. to give Mike to um, answer that. Yes, I can. So, I think... Sorry, that was my chair. Um, Not a fart. <laughs> I know, I'm sorry. Not a goose. So, <clears throat> I think the scariest part that makes it a horror movie um, is honestly when they find out who is... Are we doing spoilers at this point? Yes. Okay. When they find out who actually took the kids and the detective goes well actually sorry the father hannah's father go who jackman goes to the house because he knows that she did this and her character all of a sudden goes from this sweet old woman to this crazy person who has been like a lineage of like killers in this weird cult thing diabolical and you're lunatic. just like Oh my god, like that's terrifying and how they like all of a sudden it becomes like a mix of like like Texas Chainsaw Massacre mm-hmm. where like she's ta- Yo, what a taking what drugging drugging and comparison. taking kids. Well that was like, a great comparison. She's she's Spot kind of like Leatherface. Like, she's kind of like Leatherface. She takes her victims, drugs them, like kind of hangs out with them, like but in a weird way, and then puts them in a hole in the ground. Brilliant. And, like, I mean, seriously, that is a huge element of horror in that. Like, yeah, you huge. should be a politician because that argument was beautiful. <laughs> well, I definitely think that, like... Except her face is, like, her face, though. If it was someone else's, <laughs> if she had someone else's skin on her face... She would be her face. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I think that's a fantastic comparison because... Yeah. My God, yeah. Thanks. Beautiful. So that was wow. beautiful. Like, elegant. Like, didn't think you had it in you. Yeah. Thanks. Well, I mean, the rest That's of the show... That's a compliment. No, I'm just kidding. The rest of that was the, a joke. The, the rest of the show, the rest of the movie is all this backstory, all this who did this, who did that, whatever. And not to mention the way that Hugh Jackman tortures that guy. Uh, so you really like this movie. Well, we just you're watched talk- it recently. So oh, yeah. Well, but uh, you don't have to tell people that. This sounds better if you hadn't okay. said No, that. I didn't just No, I'm just kidding. Like no, no, you just watched it yesterday. <laughs> but you did enjoy it. I okay. did enjoy I'll it. I'll fully admit yeah. I just watched it yesterday. I mean, shit. But, um, no, even, like, the, the amount of torture that he does Ugh. to that guy, that's yeah. also, like, the gruesome factor of that is also really up there, too. Like, I mean, he's scalding him with water. To the point Ugh. where you just, like, he's... Burning skin up. This is the most cringeworthy it's... scene. Felt so uncomfortable doing yeah, that. Yeah, right. Because yeah. you know how it is when you step into a shower and it's slightly too hot yep. for a second. Then you think about that. Oh, my God. Especially when you... Oh, 
Yeah. I'll, I'll get into that. I'll get yeah. Into that Talk about was, gruesome I torture. I don't want to bring up like that if, right if, now. Oh, but we don't want to be bummed out completely yet. Yeah. Watch this movie. You'll be really bummed out. Mm. So that's me. So that's have you had enough time? Watch this movie and line up like an episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia or South yeah. Park have, or yes. Family Letter Guy Kenny. or Letterkenny like for right after. You need something. Actually, yeah. you should probably watch something like that before too. Before, yeah. maybe, like, maybe in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe like Mickey Mouse, even like, yeah, I mean, like, some, like, some like <laughs> cartoons. Uh, that's probably a good call. Yeah, so I did, I did, I did have a chance to think about this. So I know I mentioned like a supernatural element. So like for me, the closest, the closest scene in the entire movie, there were two, but the one that edged out for me when Jake Gyllenhaal, Detective Loki, goes into the pedophile priest's house and he's passed. The priest is passed out, drunk on the floor. And he finds that like secret basement entrance underneath the refrigerator. That's also super which creepy. You're like, okay, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. And then he pulls the the board over. He jumps down there. Which, dude, how the fuck did he get out of there? Yeah. Why would you? Go, why why would you jump down there? Even if the, like that dude could have been pretending to be passed out drunk, and then he could fucking put the board over. Which the same thing happens to huge ass man later in the movie, which we'll get into. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna call him Huge Ass Man yes, the entire you have been podcast. By the way, Huge Ass Man. Yes, that's a that's a shout out to my dad because my dad calls Huge Ackman <laughs> Huge Ass Man. So I love you, Dad, and that's why I'm doing it. <laughs> well, then I like so it better now. So when he jumps <laughs> down there and he finds that body, which immediately I noticed that necklace from the well, split yeah. second. It's very that noticeable. Stands out. Yeah, it stands out. They like this was nominated for an Academy Award for Best Cinematography, and you can tell in any scene, what they're trying to point out to you. Which is why, like, viewing this movie for the first time, like I said, I didn't really have a chance to do a lot of research about it. I have my ideas, but I saw what they wanted you to see. So I saw that. That dead dude's laying down there. And in that scene, if there had been someone or something down in the basement with him, yeah. That would have made it a, okay, I would have been like, well, what the fuck's going on here? Yeah. That would have been a horror movie to me personally. That's, how, yeah. see, that's a perfect scene. Well yeah. done, Michael. You wanted Thank them you. to be a monster Phenomenal. in the basement. I did. I did. I always love the monster in the basement. That's always, I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's a horror trope, but you know what? Like, I feel like in that movie, they wouldn't have been forcing it. It was earned. There was a huge level of suspense and dread that was built up. And it, in, that, in that time, if they had put something out that... In, Put something like that in there. Excuse me. That I would have believed would be it. Unprecedented, mm-hmm. and would have been one that kind of led into this new age yeah. of movies and stuff that we're seeing now. That would have set the trend, but they didn't. But that's okay. They don't have to. It's still a great movie, mm-hmm. one way or the other. I was um, also thinking that, and this is kind of weird to say, but when you were talking about the, um, the woman, uh, what's the the old woman. What's her name? I don't know her name. Do you, she's do you know the her old name? Woman. Uh, uh, she's she's so good in. Uh, oh wait, hold on. She's in. Some Johnny Darko. Oh maybe. Maybe because Gyllenhaal's in that. I wouldn't believe. Which actually, be. there's yeah. supposedly when he's looking through a notebook, there's a bunny rabbit face oh. at the end that oh. looks a lot like okay. the rabbit from Donnie Darko. But I mm-hmm. think she's in Donnie Darko. Okay. If I'm not mistaken, she's been in other stuff too. I'd be interested to see what it was. She's got one of those faces like she's almost like what's her name in that movie. She's almost like you could have replaced her with the um, yeah. the woman from the Conjuring. No, she's no, in all those fucking Conjuring. She's in um, uh, no, she's in 
No, she's, she's that creepy lady that's like always at the end of the movie. She was in the movie that we just saw where she was like biting off her fingernails or something. The fuck was that? Which movie? <sighs> Invisible Man? Us? No, well, not just saw. Within the last six months. Oh, okay. She's like, oh, Pet Cemetery, maybe? No, what the um, fuck? Uh, I wasn't even thinking about this lady until you mentioned her. Mm-hmm. So now I have like no idea. She's chewing off her fingernails. It wasn't, I didn't love yeah, it. Yeah, it Look was. At, it's a woman from, she's an insidious. Insidious, maybe insidious. Yeah, she's that older woman who's the, the um, seer or whatever. The oh, medium. okay. Was All she right. in The Outsider? Yes. Was she in an episode she, of The Outsider? She was the weird she lady. Shopping and she, with yes, her fingers. And she chopped that her That was The off. Outsider. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, that was The Grudge. The Grudge remake oh. that we saw in theaters. Oh, yeah. that yeah. Was, She wasn't in Prisoners. No, I'm comparing the other woman's character. You could have replaced oh, her with hers, oh, okay, and it okay, would have been okay, similar. Okay. I got you, know you now. I, mean? I got you. Never now. mind. Off the rails. No, 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 it's fine. It's fine. So my point about that lady, I thought it was an interesting angle to take that it was a woman that was abducting these children, carrying on the legacy with her husband, obviously. But I thought it was interesting that there wasn't like a sexual element to the abductions and killings. Interesting that he says that though, because. This movie originally got rated NC-17, and in order to change that rating from NC-17 to rated R, they had to remove scenes that um, basically alluded to pedophilia in this movie. So they cut those out. They also had to cut out part of the torture scenes in this movie. So just in case you're wondering how fucked up this movie is, it could have been a lot more fucked. Oh, yeah. And I think part of that element was more of a sexual nature. Just just if this movie couldn't make you feel any better about it. Well, and if if they included that stuff and it was rated R, I would have considered it a horror movie. If it had those graphic elements that they didn't cut out, Mm. it would have been a horror movie. Cause that, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Well, so, okay. So, I'm just, I'm still thinking about this, and it was, Andrew, great question. So, I'm thinking about, like, I consider Seven to be, actually, no, I don't. No, I don't really consider Seven to be a horror movie. It's no, a psychological thriller, but if you don't it is still seven one is. of the scariest movies I've ever seen. And the one that disturbed me more than probably 95% of the horror movies. It's got one I've of the seen. top 20 movie monsters of all time. Mm-hmm. Kevin Spacey. Yeah, you can't say his name, mm. though, dog. No credit. Given. He's, no, he's threatening to rape you at an Nantucket <laughs> bar. Yeah, to make him even Stick scarier. Stick in your ass. It's so bad that, like, that was his personal life, because he was such a good actor. Like, it's so disappointing that he was just yeah. such a terrible person. Disappointing for his victims, too. Yeah, of course. It's disappointing yeah. for everybody. I mean, why would you... Anyways, we we're going to go down that road. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot. Of, yeah. I don't want to talk about Kevin <laughs> so Spacey. On there, the show. One of the things that you were alluding to, Mike, is there's a lot of symbology, symbology, symbolism, symbolism, symbology. You know what's funny? You know what's funny that when I was thinking about what I was going to talk about, I was going to intentionally say symbology to do that and then lead onto that. The embarrassing thing is, is that I said that without even remembering that. So I just really fucked. I think I've just said that word so many times in my head that I let off with that but there's a lot of symbolism in this so, movie with mazes um mm. jake gyllenhaal is actually wearing a ring mm-hmm. of the freemasons mm-hmm. um, yeah which makes sense because they were going to get a lot more i think into like a pedophilia ring which since then you can do that like that's okay but back then i feel like like i've seen even movies, seven years ago it's crazy like, what was that movie with uh jacqueen phoenix that he was in it was like an indie flick where he's like Gladiator. It has were, to do with like never a, really here. you were never really there. Yeah, you're never really here. Yeah, yeah. You seen that? I did. Pedophile ring. Yeah, like that's rated R. They mm-hmm. got into pedophilia. So I really want to know what kind of pedophilia scenes they're talking about in this movie because that's fucked up. Uh, yeah, if they got into that much depth. 
But regardless of that, there's a lot of symbolism, mm-hmm. a lot of mazes. Um, interesting little side note. <clears throat> not sure how much truth there's to it, but Jake Gyllenhaal's character, he's Detective Loki. So this movie actually ties into um, Norse mythology. So I, I knew which there was there's a, a lot of mazes in yeah. Norse mythology, and there's actually a story, not exactly similar, involving Loki. It's a story called Loka Tator. I don't know if that's pronounced correctly. It could be Tatar. Sounds but good. I don't think it's a. Loka I don't think it's an appetizer. Yeah. Loka Tator looks right, um, in which the god Loki is desperately searching. Um, well, he's desperately trying to protect a child that. Um, a giant known as uh, Scrimer okay. is searching for. That and, works. Um, where in the movie, you know, you have Detective Loki, who's Jake Gyllenhaal, who's desperately trying to find these two abducted children, mm-hmm. no matter pretty much what it takes. Like, he gets to a point in this movie where he's about an inch removed from being Hugh Jackman, his character Dover. Huge ass like, man. Mm-hmm. He looks like he just tries very hard to stay on the straight and narrow. And you can see it in him, like, when he freaks out, when he throws his keyboard. Oh, yeah. Like, he very well, when he fucking, that creep that he finds in the house with, like, the pig's head in the sink. Like, that's a great scene. That guy's creepy as fucking. That guy's been in stuff, Also, too. one of the scenes I consider talking yeah, about also, that almost made it horror, that scene. That's that a was, horrifying yeah. scene. Yeah, that um, was nuts. I have a question about that. So, how was that guy involved? Like is this like some? He sort was of actually club? one. Of, he was a foster kid, right? Same as the other so, one. So uh, they said in the movie that he had also been abducted as a child, and I think it's implied to be that he was abducted by this pedophilia ring, which is why the mazes were drawn all over his walls, and he was drawing the mazes in the interrogation room, and obviously the the woman at the end, I forget her name. Um, it shows the picture of her husband who has that necklace the with the yeah. maze logo on there. So it, it's implied that he was abducted by this same child ring. Okay. And they say that it's just a, such a happy topic to talk about that if you're abducted or, you know, raped as a child or whatever, you're more likely to commit that sort of thing. So he's an example of that because he was abducted and probably raped or whatever or, you know, by this But ring. he must be working with them. Because he had, he must have been working with them. No, he was just, he's like he, Paul he Dano, trying his to, character, Alex Jones. Yeah, so he was just basically trying, yeah, he was a, a product of that, and he was, you know, drawn to that as a result. So he wasn't, wait. He so, had nothing to do with it. I think I have a question now. So I don't think. That guy. He was a red herring. In, okay, so he broke into their house. A herring! Stole mm-hmm. their clothes. There was no blood anywhere. Mm-hmm. So he never even saw the girls. So it was it was said after the fact that the blood that were on the clothes right, it was, was pig's blood. Pig's blood, yeah. And basically he was, I thought, I got the impression that he was sneaking into the houses to try and get a thrill out of, like, reciprocating the crime of, like, abducting those girls. I feel like he was one of the victims trapped in that cellar, and that maze oh, was no, the maze. He, I, I think he was. Yeah, that was, I think he yeah, was. That so, was. so he like, was so some fucked because he, of it. Yeah. yeah. That he, he just, like, resorted to, his, to this made his, his rocks life off normal. or whatever. And just you can say a, that's done to you for 20 years. Look how yeah. old Paul Dano's character is, Alex Jones is. He's got to be almost... He's in his late teens. So how long has this gone on? That right. he's, he's great in this movie, too. He's awesome. He's, um, I, I mean, I've only seen him, I think, in, like, There Will Be Blood and this, and maybe, what other movies is he Taking in? Taking Lives? Was that I've him? I've never seen that. With Angelina Jolie? 
don't know. I don't know anything else that he's in. All I know is that that's he, another he phenomenal. Is um, playing, Ethan Hawke's in that movie. Uh, Paul Dano, by the way, playing the Riddler in the Batman. You had mentioned that. That's a perfect Riddler. Mm-hmm. With uh, Robert uh, Battenson, Zoe Kravitz is playing uh, Catwoman. Colin Farrell, Catherine's uh, other husband, mm. playing uh, the Penguin so of all Batman villains. Why would he play the Penguin? I don't know. Apparently, he's going to have some prosthetics on. They said they might make him like uh, Danny DeVito Penguin with like a like a beak no, nose and no. like some sharp teeth oh. and shit. And apparently, he's going to be running for mayor in the movie. I don't movie. want Colin Farrell to look like Danny DeVito. It, he'll what? still. I'm sure he'll still. They're look not going to make him the Danny DeVito Penguin. <laughs> that wouldn't be possible. Danny DeVito is a penguin. <laughs> And then, uh, who else? There's somebody else that's going to be in that movie that's playing another villain. I forget. Go ahead. I, f- I forget. I forget. So, we talked about stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. Lots of A lot stuff. of stuff. Lots of um, stuff. Now, as many times, you know how you see movies in, like, like in Psycho, you swear that the woman got stabbed by the knife, but you never actually see her get stabbed? Right. By the knife? So then she's never actually dead. Um, I haven't seen it in a few years. Well, no, she's, and she's dead. one thing, speaking of which I haven't seen, is um, I was going to talk about favorite deaths in the movie. Mm-hmm. Does it, who dies? No one. No, nobody. Oh, right? uh, oh actually, the, um, who? the that guy we were just talking about that kills himself in the, in the interrogation room. Oh, yeah. Oh, Jesus. yeah. Talk about an epic fuck-up by Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Detective Loki. Yeah. But that's the only death, right? That's the only one that that's, I that's that shown see. on screen. Okay, right, yeah, because yeah. I was going to say, what's the bad death? You, well, see, a, you see a dead guy in a basement. Yeah, but he's already been dead. Yeah. That's, well, well so it's not, you, in that you know, aspect. At the ending, you don't really know what happens this aspect, to huge ass man's character. As, but this well, aspect, it's not a horror think movie. he, I mean, we don't know if he ultimately survives, but he's at least alive. I, mean, I think it's whistle. implied that he's getting rescued. No doubt. No doubt. Hmm. Interesting where Hugh Jackman finds himself in a cellar. His name, Keller. Mm-hmm. In German, Keller means cellar. So there's a little bit more symbolism that they oh, put into it. Keller for cellar. He's got a cellar full of all his goods because he's ready to go. Mm-hmm. Like, it's basically like Hugh Jackman's character is the most conservative Christian person on earth. And Detective Loki's character seems like, if you want to talk about biblicalness, he f- seems like the. Um, the prodigal son, like who left and is fighting to get back to who he wants to be as a person, and it takes every ounce of him not to be like the scumbags that live in that town that he's in. And to see him just stay on the straight and narrow the whole time, and eventually he just does his methodical way, like he gets through what he needs to do. And then you see Hugh Jackman's character, who starts off as this Christian, everyday American human being, mm-hmm. and you see how quickly he turns into a lunatic. This movie just makes you, like, realize how fragile and how close you are from being that crazy person on the street that you see and you don't stop to give a dollar to because you don't know if he'll kill you. Like, we're all, like, there's a very fine line between sanity and insanity. And to me, that's what makes this movie so horrifying is that it really shows the vulnerability of the human character and nature and how close we all are to just being animals and doing whatever it takes to get our loved ones back. So I'll I'll chime in here because. So I would like to be a dog if I'm going to be an animal. That's cool. <laughs> I, I mean, I guess extrapolate. I would too. That's what you just said. You said there were like animals. I'm 
I'm no, we're, we aren't because that's what keeps us from being animals. But we are very close. It doesn't – it could take one bad moment in your life. It could take one fucked up situation and you could be an animal. That's what this movie shows you. It shows you how fragile our character and just our humanity really is. And we're seeing it with this pandemic even more so too. Yeah. yeah. So I'll chime in here because – the one thing that I continually noticed watching this movie, even for the first time, and I feel like it was not hard to pick up on, was just the uh, the Catholic symbolism or and and, and symbols and influences and every oh, it everything. Was heavy, heavy. Every every single character. Okay, the movie opens with an Our Father right before huge ass man's son, who looks like our buddy Charlie, who's in every fucking movie. I feel like now, and he's in Thirteen Reasons Why. He's killing the deer. He's saying the Our Father. There's a Jesus fish in the back of his truck, I think. Um, he has a cross that dangles around his neck the entire time. Detective Loki has a tattoo of a cross on his pinky finger. And you were talking about some of the things going on with him. The only other thing that I noticed that's all on point, and I didn't even know that the tattoo on his neck or wherever it was was a, a Masonic. There, there was a tattoo on his yep. symbol, but on his finger, on his fingers, Cat picked up on this. He has uh, zodiac symbols on all of his fingers. Yeah, zodiac signs and on his knuckles, like on his yep. digits. That yeah. makes sense. Um, but then, like you know, I, I just feel like there's just everything everywhere is just Catholic, Catholic, Catholic. So they're playing on that, like you know, you just said it, but that thing where. Okay, if there's an afterlife, I only have to answer to God. And huge ass man's character, Keller, is thinking that he's doing what is right. And the ultimate question is, is it right? Would you do that to try and find out where your daughter was? He ends up being wrong, which is the ultimate sick twist of the movie. That he all that he was doing didn't lead to anything, even though he thought he was doing something righteous to try and get his daughter back. But the, and you said it like, would you do that if you were in that position? That in itself, what you just said, like at the end of the movie, mm-hmm. is a biblical lesson. Put faith in God, not man. See what happens was Keller forgot to put his faith in God, and he. Mm-hmm. took things into his own hand, and look what happened. Or he ended up really fucking up. So that yeah. even gets more into the Catholic aspect of it. Also, he was a carpenter mm-hmm. in the movie. Mm-hmm. Very similar to uh, Jesus. Makes sense. Wow. Also I see that. See, I, I would have never picked up on all of these. See, these are these are such interesting points. Go ahead. His wife's name in the movie, Grace. Mm. There's an article when it re- is telling about his mom's death in the obituary. Her name, can you guess what her name is? Grace. Mary. Safe. Mary. Mm. So there's a lot of, like, slight symbolic Mm. aspects to it, which in some aspects are very out there, blatant, obvious. Mm -hmm. But for a movie that, to me, is very obvious throughout it, and you can kind of figure most of it out, is still amazing. Like, the end of the movie, the last 30 seconds of that movie, that end scene Mm. with the whistle... Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Great ending. So good. It made good. me think of when Kate was on that door in the <laughs> middle of the ocean and found the whistle from the dead man's Rose. mouth. Rose. Rose to whip you, Cater. Rose to whip you, Cater. She took that. She took that whistle out. I'm gonna of that, need you to write that down. Out of that dead man's mouth and then put her lips on it and blew. 
And she got saved. <laughs> well, that was another thing, too. So that's another... It's a symbol of Titanic. So he... Huge-ass man, his character, had a dream when he came home and he fell asleep in all of his clothes on top of the covers. And he had a dream of his daughter showing him her whistle, which ultimately he found in that pit. Do you think he gets saved? I do. I do, do you think, think he's like saved. Jesus rising from the grave? Maybe I'm an optimist. <laughs> I, I thought it was implied at the end by Jake Gyllenhaal's face that he was going to get saved. I thought It's so. almost as if he had recognized that whistle yeah. and knew that they had that whistle. Yeah. What, what do you guys think? Do you think oh, he Oh, I believe saved? he got saved too because that's I Jesus rising from saved. the grave I if you want to so get into it. I was so sad when it ended and it didn't answer that question. Dude, honestly, just... for me, I, 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 tough to hate him, but honestly, like... Hugh Jackman sucked. Dude, he was a fucking it's interesting. lunatic. It was, it's incredible. The guy goes from being the victim of an abduction by his, his daughter gets abducted. To, to being, abduct, being to, worse. To being the abductor and then to be getting abducted well, not being, at the not end Not being himself. worse than the serial child abductor. No, but, but he, he... Like, was, dude, still, like, dude. Yeah, he went it from being wild. abducted yeah. to abducting when, to being It's abducted. funny, like, when you were saying, like, faith in God, I feel like God in this movie is the police process. Which is another thing that I picked up on in this movie, having uh, several people in my family that are police officers. I just feel like this portrayed the ultimate failure of the police system. Um, from letting this guy go, the style that they let him go in, like the, uh, the like knowing Paul, that Paul they Daniels could have, they could have questioned Jones, him Alex and Jones. interrogated him and got something out of him. Well, that, but, okay, so he ended up being innocent, right? So they to let him out, and they're letting him out. They don't have any physical evidence, and they let him out, and they let him get assaulted by reporters and ultimately get the shit kicked out of him by huge-ass man. And He also wasn't innocent. He was he, a... He was a, a, he was a child. I thought it said at the end him. that he was one of the children that oh, got abducted. Oh, he was, but that doesn't mean... So does that make him innocent? Because he helped He helped abduct those two children. I mean, I would think that if he, he got, he got by abducted insani- years by ago... insanity. And, sure, that's what yeah. I was thinking. And like, dude, how many of those fucking Coke bottle cocktails you think they made Paul Dano's character drink oh throughout God. the years and that fucking... That movie. part when she's feeding him that... That's just outrageous. It's like, drink about a third of it. That'll that'll do good for a guy about your size. I don't know why she has. Did she have a southern accent? I think she might have. See, now I'm thinking of Texas Chainsaw Massacre every time I, mean. I think of like, her. It yeah. just seemed like it was such it was such the setup. Like that would be if Texas Chainsaw Massacre was your grandparents potentially. Like yeah. that is what it would be. Like that's like it's crazy mm. stuff. You know what scene I love in that movie? Because I want to get into like well, we've already talked about scenes enough, but I love the scene. It's like. Not horrific at all, but it's when they're. It's when Jake Gyllenhaal's been trailing um, Hugh Jackman's character, and Hugh Jackman's over at the uh, liquor store. Yeah, and he sees him parked, and he walks over and he gets in the car and he goes, "Why are you following me?" And they get into that big. Deep, yeah, it's like a deep conversation. Yeah, the acting in that scene and that just sets the mood for the rest of the movie. Like Dude, that's, when, when Hugh Jackman is slamming his fist on the the uh, like the dashboard of the car, yeah. like he, that is. If that's not screaming like I want to be nominated for an Academy Award. He's I don't trying, know what but is. you know who I thought should have been was Jake. He Dude, was so. Good can we? In that yeah, movie. I'm so. Yeah. I'm so glad you brought that up. Can we? Can we talk about him in this movie for a minute here? He was incredible. He's such an under. I feel so, like he's still underrated, even though he's not. Okay, and I'm 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 prime A example. Okay, I admittedly have not. I mean, I've seen some Jake Gyllenhaal movies, but I've never seen a movie before this one where I said, holy shit, he owned that fucking movie. 
Like, yeah, I've seen Donnie Darko. He's like a little dweeby kid. Whatever, fine. Uh, the best movie that I'd seen him in prior to this, which also is like kind of horror adjacent, is Nightcrawler. Great movie. Zodiac? Great movie. Zodiac? Oh, Zodiac. Duh. But, I mean, he's like the nerdy guy in Zodiac. He's like the author. Still. He's I mean, Yeah, Zo- I mean, Zodiac's not a horror movie either, no. by the way. But uh, what's the other one? Oh, so in uh, on on, uh, Velvet Buzzsaw on Netflix, that movie stunk out loud. Yeah, and I don't know if it was his fault. That was just not his fault. I mean, yeah, he did a good job playing the. That's actually effeminate. So the guy, the guy that directed and wrote that movie, also wrote and directed Nightcrawler. So same director, and he cast. And I liked Nightcrawler. I thought that was a great role. I thought Nightcrawler was really good. Yeah. But um, wow! Dude. I had no idea how to spell Gyllenhaal. And oh yeah, it's complicated spelling. G y e n h a no l l sister uh, brother of Maggie Gyllenhaal who, who is, looks like uh, a fucking who is dog. just a has a wonderful personality. Oh, and he was on Brokeback Mountain, Donnie Darko. Yeah, see, I've business. never seen Brokeback Mountain, not because I'm homophobic. I've just never seen it. South Paw. South Paw. Yeah, exactly. Which is one word, by the way. Yeah, but dude, Gyllenhaal fucking crushed this role <laughs> I actually said the cat I was oh, like was you know what after tomorrow too I forgot about that well, that yeah, movie stuff bland movie. movie blows and so October Sky we're, we're, we're I in, actually love that movie we're in, we're in quarantine here we're talking about quarantine things um, uh, remember haircuts I miss those I'd love one and I actually said the cat yesterday I was like dude if you cut my hair like Jake Gyllenhaal's in this movie I would take it because he had sick hair but dude oh, yeah. he dude he was so it's clear that he's your MVP. I mean, we'll get. I'm sure we'll get there. Really? Sure we'll get there. Different? Sure we'll get there. You might be right. You might be wrong. I don't want to give it away now. You may be crazy. Give it away. Anyway. Give it dude, away. but he, yeah, dude, he, he owns. He owns. owns this movie. He was fucking fantastic as the cop. Did you even hear about this movie when it came out? Dude, no. I feel like there was no publicity. Like, honestly, I, I'm so mad at myself that I missed this movie when it came out and that I feel like the kid that's like, like late, like shows up at the dance at like ten fifty five when it ends at eleven. I'm like, oh my god, this was such a good time. Sounds about right. Like, yeah, no shit, you missed the first four hours, you fucking douche. <laughs> yeah, that's how I felt when I ended this movie. I was like, Jesus Christ, like I feel like I want to tell everybody about this movie, except everybody already fucking knows about it. Yeah, or do they? Seven years old. Because but I don't think how, everybody how, knows about yeah, it. Yeah, like I mean, it's so underrated. I'm. I feel like I'm pretty informed movie-wise. How did I not know about this? Yeah, like, I don't know, 70, seven years ago? Maybe not. Just so you know, if you have I HBO, know. it's on there right now. Watch yeah. it. If you haven't seen it. I feel like more people have seen it, but I don't know if everyone loves it as much as I do. Or oh, everyone I, here I, loves I, it. I do now. So. Yeah. I yeah. Great movie. This is, like, right up there with, like I said, with Seven, seven Zodiac, Silence of the Lambs. It's huge. Jackson's I think it's better than Silence of the Lambs. It's better than Silence of the Lambs. I think it's... Well... I don't uh, hold I don't hold Silence of the Lambs as in high regard as everybody really? else. Really? I, I, I love it. I feel like all... Like, Seven, Zodiac, this movie, and Silence of the Lambs, I love Same all level. of those movies. Yeah. So it's a matter of degrees. I don't think any of them are bad, but there are ones that I personally like Do you think more. there's any recency bias to this, to having you just seen it? Maybe. The one thing I will say that I, I like I said, quirks, quirks, quirky things. Go off. Little stupid things that piss me off, and I get pissed off about stupid things. Yeah. So I thought That's it was fair. a little slow to get going. It's a slow burn. Yeah, slow burn. Very much a slow burn. But I thought, like, once you get through that first, like, 35, 40 minutes, dude, you're fucking flying. This thing rips. It gets insane. So, but, like, the, like, the, like okay, first half hour or so, I'm like, all right, all right, all right. Like, I'm waiting for this to get good. And then it just goes. Um, the other thing, 
I hate people that wear uh, button-down shirts <laughs> with the top this with the top ridiculous. button buttoned like. and and don't wear a tie. And Jake Gyllenhaal's character did that the entire movie, which again, awesome character. It's not affecting that. Like, I just think, like why do like, you do that? that? I mean, it's maybe so that fucking. So, it annoys me so much. That, I don't understand why. That could be symbolic too. Just like his head is ready to explode. Because he's what, because like a, he's a religious, like, up. stuffed shirt? No, he's just ready to explode at any point, just like his shirt and his head, because it's buttoned you, all the you way You think up. there was anything to him eating in a Chinese restaurant on Thanksgiving by himself, or do you think that it was just, like, a random thing to show that he was I think it just mode to show his type of his life, like, who he yeah. was, like, okay. how he lived his days, and how people look down on that person mm. for living that type of life, when really the person that's a Christian with kids and a family is really no better than him. Correct. That's actually that's a that's an excellent. So earlier when I was mentioning that um, this movie took a while to get finalized, it was in development a lot, and I had mentioned that a few big names had agreed to be on this project and then backed out for some reason, and um, two of those people, who I'm assuming would have played the um, same roles as the two in this, is Leo DiCaprio. I assume he would have probably played Hugh Jackman's role. Seems more. You think he'd be uh, see? Valley? I could see him as and Gyllenhaal. I think Christian Bale would be more suited for being Gyllenhaal, but you could see, actually go both I, ways. Yeah. I think the opposite. Do I think you? the opposite. I could see Christian Do Bale. <laughs> I could see Christian Bale as huge ass man's character, wailing on, a and, guy and I could see DiCaprio with his beautiful hair doing Jake Gyllenhaal's beautiful. Yeah, hair I actually, now that you mention it, yeah, I could. I, think I, I feel could like see it both ways. Actually, Christian Bale, like I'm just thinking of him in like the Batman movies, right? And how guttural his voice was, and how loud he was. I could see him in that scene in the police car with Jill and Hall, pounding on the dashboard, like "Stop fucking following me!" Well, also, and find my American Psycho, daughter. how quickly he can flip the script. Yeah, yeah. And DiCaprio, I, I feel like DiCaprio would have been perfect for the Jill. Yeah, the actually, although, and you, you know what? It could go both I'll ways. Take, they I'll, take both Hall. I'll take Jill Hall. I'll take him. I'll take him. I think Jill Hall is phenomenal. He was awesome. He was fantastic. To me, like if we're going to talk about cast replacements, I don't really see the need. I even think Terrence Howard's character, he did a phenomenal job in that role. Paul Dano was awesome. Cat um, hated Terrence Howard's character. Why? Which one was that one? Who's you didn't the like one you Terrence kept, Howard? The one you kept calling a pussy the entire movie. Who? He's the guy that what? basically... He was the other Hugh dad Jackman's, that had the abducted oh, daughter. He Hugh Jackman. sucked. Yeah. Oh my God. That guy? No, no, but he played... Terrence Howard did a good uh, job in that role. I'm not saying the character as himself. As a dad... Well, I mean, he was polar opposite from Hugh You Jackman. have to have that character. He was polar opposite. Like, he would not even be like... I mean, even, like, his wife, Viola... Is, was that Viola Davis? Yeah, yes. it was. Yep. So, um, she's, like, even, you know, talking to this, this crazy guy that she thinks might have her daughter and, like... Is looking at her husband being like, you're not going to talk to this guy? That was an indictment on him for sure when she was more willing to participate in the torture and questioning of this guy than than he was. But see, that's not my point. The point is, yes, that role, the guy is a pussy. But Terrence Howard played that role very well. So I wouldn't have replaced, there wouldn't be, there was very few replacements I would have made. Wait a second though, wait a second. I know we're on cast replacements. So we're openly calling this guy a pussy. Wicked, yes. So... Would you fully expect a man in that position that has a daughter that's missing, if it's not the right guy or if it is the right guy, to do what huge ass man's characters did? No, that's a no. whole nother level. I don't think that that was appropriate. So then why is he a pussy? Because um, he doesn't stand doesn't up to do Hugh do Jackman either. Anything. He doesn't stand okay. up to anybody. All right, fair enough. Okay, that I agree with. 
That I agree with. Not that he doesn't do what Hugh Jackman does. The fact that he doesn't do anything he wants to do. He just does what he everybody does, else yeah. wants. Right. Yeah. And, like, he follows Hugh Jackman into whatever, like... Because he just says, "Come with He's me. An Come with me. Bring a change of clothes." He is an accomplice for sure. They both. Oh, they both. And are. the only Viol- reason Viola Davis is takes he doesn't part have a sack in it. and doesn't say anything. But so uh, easy to say that, though, right? But like, let's say bizarre, crazy scenario. Like your best friend, which I think they're implied to be, right? Or like one Seems of like your best right. friends yeah. comes to you and does that. What are you gonna do? I would be there. Smashing the guy in the face with him. Make a stance one way or the other. I'm not I, saying I that would one probably, way is right. I, but you yeah, got to make a stance. Know. I don't know what I would do. Either you tell the know. guy. That's you, the tough part the tough. You part take the guy movie. down and you go, we're not doing this. If yeah, you think I think that would be what or, I would do. Or you join him in burning the shower. Yeah, have him in the shower. But One the or the other. But the just stands there and like, just yeah. watches him. Yeah. Like a battered housewife. It's ridiculous. Not it's, yeah. he's just like that happens. such a... He does, he does show no no balls in that regard. None. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's fucking... He's France. He's Sweden. Yeah. He's spineless. He's on both sides of the fence. Because he's Spine. not even like trying to look for her in another aspect. He's not like even putting up signs or some other... like. You know, less aggressive way. Like he's just following Hugh yeah. Jackman around. He might as well just, be Maria Bello's character. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. By the way, while while we're on bathroom torture and Terrence Howard and Hugh Ass Man, <laughs> that scene where he basically Hugh Ass Man describes that he has shut this guy into the shower with the boards, yeah. with very minimal light, and set it up so that it could either scald or freeze him with the shower head. And then he actually does it. It's fucked. That's what I said. That is one of the most fucked scenes. Honestly, like, I cringed. I was just like, oh, my God. I do not feel good about watching this. (laughs) That scene, and then also when Paul Dano's character was walking the dog, and he just picked the dog up by the leash and was, like, Uh, hanging it for, like, 15 seconds and then put it back down, and the fucking dog kept walking. I hope that wasn't a real dog. Because uh, some dogs I, no, may have been it, harmed no, no, in the no, film. No, no, no. All these yeah, movies are done with so. help with the ASPCA. There's no way that was a real I would dog. hope so. That had to have been a... Like, they would never yeah, do that, that for a movie. Yeah, that was so... Yeah. I was just like, oh my god, no, please don't kill the dog. No, no, please don't kill the fucking dog. Please kill my dog instead. Yeah. No! No! <laughs> no, I'm kidding, clearly. I'm kidding, clearly. I love you, Otis. I mean it. I mean it, pal. He's asleep on the couch. But, but with those casts, yeah, so dude, that was overall, so fucked. Overall, dude, this movie, this movie was fucked. This movie yeah. was fucked. One of the most disturbing movies I've seen, and that's why I love it so much. Totally, because I'm a disturbed human being. Apparently, yeah. I, I, I honestly, I think this is up there on on the level of disturbing with like seven. Do we know? Seven, seven might be the most disturbing movie I've ever seen. This might be one right A. So one A. At the end, when you find out it's or actually that Sorry. creepy guy's mom, and it's not him doing all this stuff to the girls. And she even says to Hugh, Jack, Hugh Jackman's Hugh Jackman? Mm-hmm. And says... He Keller never, Dover? He, he never even touched them. He never even, mm-hmm. like, went near them. Yeah. And so then she, like, he feels terrible then, Yeah, obviously. she spins it on him, makes him feel bad. Right. Yeah. Which is the whole point of this movie, I think, is to make you show you may think you're the hero, but you're probably the villain. No. Yeah. No, even if you believe in God and you pray to God and whatever else, you can be as bad as anybody else. But do you think he ever? Do you think that guy ever did anything else to like terrible to people though? Or do you think that who Keller Dover? Yeah. Or do you think he just? I mean, besides obviously having some sort of serial killer tendencies when he's harming animals. So you're talking about Paul Dano's character, Alex Jones' character. That guy, or are you talking about huge ass man? No, not huge ass man. Alex Jones, the the guy that tries to hang the dog. 
I Paul mean, Dano. He, he very well may have because he was abducted and held in that house for yeah. How long? And if you want ten years plus. And if this movie is to lead onto other feelings, he was probably molested. Yeah. And tortured. Yeah. So He'd I mean, probably okay. Been and tortured. and I, I said earlier, like you know, I thought it was interesting that it was a female that was orchestrating this whole thing because they're obviously if. Like, I mean, I guess technically you could, but an old lady can't really rape young children. Right. Unless she young drugs female them. children. I, well, no, she God, can hold them gross. captive for like, other what, people. What's the point? Like, what's the... She's holding she's them want, for other people. She's kill them because, because religion? Like, what was the motivation of her husband? Right. Was her husband raping them? Like, what was the deal? I, that... I'm glad they didn't get into it. I thought it was good to be left ambiguous. I mean, they're never going to make a fucking sequel to this no. movie. So you'll never find out. But I just I, I thought that that was an interesting thing to think about. And yes. I just, like, dude, the whole time I watched this movie, I was thinking of True Detective. I was, th- like, honestly, True Detective. Like, every, I feel like True Detective Season 1, whenever I watch something that's even vaguely hinted at, like, a mysterious, like, cop drama with, like, conflicted cops that deals with... Uh, child murder or child pedophilia. I'm like, oh my god, this. I hope this is like True Detective. I hope this is like True Detective. And this was, pr- and then you realize that this was pre True Detective. One of the one of the closer things to it. Yeah, and it was pre True Detective, which I, you know, for me it wasn't, but it actually was. So maybe True Detective was inspired by some of this. Yeah. Ugh, god. Because it's just interesting how Ugh. like like if you really think about it, like how fucked up. Paul Dano's character is like he's being tortured this hardcore throughout the movie and he still won't give her up when yeah. he didn't really do anything but he was fucked up that much that he can get that tortured and still yeah. not give her up I feel like that, that even at the end like he's he's a you know an easy character not to think about because you think about huge ass man and you think about Jake Gyllenhaal right but Paul Dano's character is essentially it's a thankless role along with Maria Bello, right? Because he's just the tortured guy, blah, blah, blah. And then you find out through a newspaper clipping at the end that he is the kid that was abducted on that property however many years ago. Yeah. And he literally had... uh, You knew he had nothing to do with it, but, you know, oh, shit, he was another abused kid that was abused and tortured more by a, a fucking lunatic that thought he was trying to find his daughter and, you know... It's fucked. It's just so depressing. It's such a dark, sad, morbid <laughs> it really story. Is. The more you watch it, and it just... You don't feel good about yourself after watching no, it. No, you definitely don't. But you can appreciate it for what it is, because it's an amazing movie. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It, I, I Honestly, one of the best movies that I've seen in quite a while. Uh, it's very long. Yeah. So if it doesn't long, feel long. I mean... It goes quick. It does. The final like, two hours are fast. Yeah, when you're like, "Hey, can you pause this for a second? All of a sudden, you see <laughs> the this, final like, two hours, another hour and a half left, fast. and you're like, "Oh my god, there's still an hour and a half left to this movie." But I don't think I even would have realized that if I didn't. That's like, one of those yeah. movies that I don't want to end anyway. Right. I want to. Well, I wanted it to keep going. It's so good. It's in, you're like entranced by it. It's like if it, if it was three and a half hours, I would have kept watching. It, the original cut was three hours. But that's before they cut all the pedophile oh. scenes and all the other scenes. Denis Villeneuve, you bastard, you. So, if you had to pick one, it's tough. Who's your MVP? Kat? Uh, I think I'm going to go with... Um... Terrence Howard? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Yeah, definitely Terrence Howard. I think huge ass man. Okay. I think because... Um... 
He's just trying constantly, and he, like, even when, you know, um, his son is like, you know, Hannah's dead, like, she's done, they found her clothes are bloody, and he's like, no, like, I'm still gonna look for her and stuff, and, like, he doesn't give up, Mm -hmm. and eventually, like, he, you know, figures it out and everything, and then he ends up paying a price to save his daughter's life. I mean, if one thing can be said about him, he does not give up. I'll give you that. I mean, you'd like to think, right, uh, none of us have children yet. So you'd like to think that in a situation like that, you're going to do whatever you can to try and find your child. And what does that entail, right? Does that entail obeying the law and let the police do what they're trying to do, which it shows behind the scenes that they fuck up a lot of shit. Like the cap, like Gyllenhaal goes in and talks to his captain they didn't hold the guy. They weren't surveilling him when he gets abducted. Uh, they weren't able to hold him any extra time, even though they had reason to believe that he should have been held extra time because they knew huge, huge ass man was going to try and do something. So, like, when it's a, a failure of that system, which I'm a supporter, a a supporter of police, it happens probably more than decent it should. Am- more than it should, but. Probably not most of the time, but, but sometimes not, it does happen. It's not necessarily their fault mm-hmm. directly. It's a fault of yeah. the general system of law. Of course. They have certain rules that they have to follow, and it's not their rule. They didn't make that rule. Yeah. But if they don't follow it, then they're the ones that are in jail. Yeah. yeah. So you can't well, blame then, them. And, and then you combine that with the fact that you have like a backwoods survivalist Seems like a guy that stocked up from Y2K forward for the end of the world. Like, would you do what he did? Would that be? Are are you a are you are you are you a bad father or a bad parent? If oh no, don't do that. Great father for what he did. You're just a victim of circumstance. Yeah, I mean, what would you do? And anyone that says that they wouldn't give everything for their child. Then you shouldn't be a parent. Yeah. And I'm not yeah. a parent, but I still think that you can say that, oh, he's a piece of shit. He shouldn't have done this. He was yeah. doing what he thought was right, and he was doing it to save a loved one. Right. Like, well, if you think about it like this, right? So if we're going to shut down a country to save loved ones, then mm-hmm. I bet you you would kill someone if they took your loved one from you. In the eyes of the law, okay, he's dead to rights, guilty. They have mm-hmm. evidence. They know so if he was saved at the end of the movie, he's going to jail for probably a pretty long time. Right. Probably at least 10 years, I would say. Maybe You'd more. You'd get the minimum. you get the minimum because, because of the circumstances. Because they would understand. But potentially, in the eyes of God, you could be seen as a savior. So, like, what really is the motivating factor? Well, in the eyes of God, as long as you repent yeah. at the end. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you, you don't want to spend time in jail, but, like... If, you're if, pr- if it's protecting you going your to jail, children, if like, it's you going to jail for making the wrong choice or your m- child never being found, you got to find your child. Yeah. 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 You put that person here. You said you would protect them. Mm-hmm. So protect them. Right. Yeah. And fuck what anybody else thinks. And you know what? Ultimately, he wasn't exactly right, but he was kind of right. He would have pointed the police in the right direction. Actually, the police would never have been at that house if it wasn't for Hugh Jackman to begin with. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So, in reality, he, he solved that, that crime and the police solved the crime of Hugh Jackman. Well, because she was waiting in, Dover, she was basically, waiting in right? the kitchen. Yeah. Essentially, if they weren't trying to get him for abducting that other kid. Right. But like 
the time when Jake Gyllenhaal went into that house, she was going upstairs to drug the girl, so that's the yeah. only reason why. Otherwise, she would have been in the kitchen if Hugh yeah, Jackman he never have, went there. Yeah, exactly. He yeah. saved them. Waiting. He saved them yeah. by his actions. Right. By the way, easy to say now, not in the situation. feel like if I was Hugh Jackman, would have totally tried to tackle that old lady, and I would have rather have gotten shot than... Uh, Getting thrown in that hole. No fucking chance. I feel like Mike looks like a Kmart version of Hugh Jackman. <laughs> <laughs> That's eat, eating a few, too, a few too many donuts. Drink a few too many beers. Wow. No, a, no offense. I'm, I mean, I've often, not, even, not even Target. You're I've, Kmart. I've, I've often fantasized about being Wolverine. I'll take the Kmart version okay. of Wolverine. Sure. No offense, but I mean, you can't be, you're not the Hugh Jackman. But I mean, you know what I'm saying though, right? Oh, I completely like, agree with you. Would you Would you ever accept being, like, drinking that shit and jumping into a hole and having a car driven over you? In absolutely no fucking way. I would rather get shot in the head than do that. Yeah, good for him. He fucking... Yeah. And I hope he did out. get rescued at the end. I bet you, I, I, I think, personally, that he did, but... And he did hard time. Yeah, sure. And he probably never recovered from... Yeah that trauma maybe there's a sequel that comes out in a few years called even more prisoners and it shows starring huge <laughs> ass man after he gets out of jail it's gonna be a made for television version starring mike <laughs> <laughs> oh god that's funny i mean if i could play an older older fatter version of huge huge ass oh my man god, stop even though he's i mean 20, i'd be ex- even though he's 20 years older than you he's i'd accept that his wife is busted have you seen his wife no Look her up Boston. right now. Just look her up. I want your comments immediately. On this. No, Hugh Jack. So we'll all agree, right? Hugh Jackman's yes. a stud. Yes. His wife, gross. Really. And I'm not usually like misogynistic. I'm not finding anything under huge ass man wife. <laughs> Hugh Jackman. That's not. You're not going to find anything. Oh wait, Hugh Jackman wife. Okay, here we go. Let's Jackman man off. Wow. Yeah, that's uh, surprising. Let me see. Unfortunate is the word in, I would in, use. Incredibly surprising. Dude, the man is Wolverine. He's uh, as fucking ripped as a fucking brick shithouse. Like, um, are you kidding me? It's an interesting choice. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess... I mean, he's Australian, so... Yeah, he's Australian. For sure. That means For sure, mate. They clearly don't think straight. Just ask Mel Yeah, no. I'm, I'm surprised by that. I don't know. Well, hey, not to besmirch Hugh No, Jackson's No offense, wife. Hugh Jackson. Please don't I'm a fan. Me up. I'm a fan of you and your wife. If is that's she what a lot happy. older than him? Yeah. I don't know. She's like 10 years older than him. I was going to say, she least, looks a lot think, older actually. than him. Not that this matters. Maybe she likes those uh, those Cougars. Maybe she was with him before he became famous. Maybe. Before he started playing uh, Wolverine. He's too old for that to be true. I don't know. Anyways. Whatever. So... When we talk about these uh, subjects, we generally get into the top horror movies, or do you like this certain horror movie that came out in that year better? Uh, So, it was hard putting this list together because it's not a horror movie. So, just tell me whether you think it's better or not. Okay. Not whether it's a better horror movie. If it's better. I only have a few on the list. There was a bunch. Sure. I stuck to American movies because that's... What yeah, that's what we always part. talk about. I mean, that's what we see. I mean, and I know there's that a lot of sense. good foreign movies that are fantastic. Ooh. No besmirching. I'm excited. I can't wait. Um, so you, you peaked, didn't you? Evil Dead. The remake? remake? Yeah. Oh, Bet, that's my better. God. Um, but it's, see, it's, it's tough. That's a good movie. Uh, it's a better horror it's... movie. It's not a better movie than this. Mm. And then number two. Cat, what, what do you think? You don't know. See, that's tough, isn't it? Because I, I love the Evil Dead. What about you? What's your opinion? I don't know either. Don't skip over. That's like a... 
I'm gonna have to play like I don't know the most boring like side of the corn tie. and say I like them both. Yeah. I mean, I feel like this is unequivocally a better movie. A better, I think a better film. Uh, so, Evil Dead, directed, more fun. Directed, better direct. No, okay, no. Written better. Uh, Prisoners is yeah. Better acting. It's written better. It's a better plot. It's a better story. It's an original idea. It's an awesome movie. Okay. Evil Dead is campy. Awesome, great, love it. Gory as fuck. Gory. People sawing their own arms so off, cutting their tongues out. Hard. Oh, fucking but awesome. But if I had to great. pick one movie to watch, I had, oh, was my last movie I could watch, I would watch the most depressing movie on earth. I would watch Prisoners. I, I, I say this without without you know any sort of farce. Evil That Evil Dead remake might be awesome. one of the best remakes of all time. Ever. Ever. Texas Up there with like uh, The Thing. The, the Texas Hill, Chainsaw Massacre remake. The Hills Have really Eyes too. is better. That's a good remake That's a, too. one of the best. Actually, I like it better than the original. That's a great remake too. I do too. Actually, uh, no, I can't say that. I can't say that on a podcast. On Unequivocally. What can't you say? I was going to say, I, I think I might consider the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake up there with the original, but I no, no. I don't. I don't. You can't say that. You can't. I'm just thinking of you just, can say I'm the thinking Hills of have just eyes. Beale. You can say, yeah, you're thinking of those cannons. Hills Have Eyes is way better. The Hills Have Eyes, Hills have eyes remake is fucking awesome. It's so good. I will go to my grave believing All right, that. All right, sorry. so other horror movie, The Conjuring. Ooh. Um, same. Conjuring is a great horror movie. This is a great movie. Jesus. What else what do you have on uh, The Carrie remake. I put that up there. Yeah. Just because... Yeah. Stink. Pass. It was up there. Yeah, <laughs> Fart. no thanks. Um, Poop. Movie that Mike really likes. I haven't seen it. VHS 2. Uh, uh, VHS 2 as a whole sucks. But it does have the best single segment of any of the VHS That's movies. what you said, yes. Yeah. Um, uh, Safe Haven from VHS 2. That's all you need to watch. YouTube that. It is fucking nightmare fuel. Go ahead. Oh, we should watch that. Um, we should so watch I haven't that. seen the first, the second, the third. We'll I don't know how many there are of this movie. I, I know but, I've seen um, it, but I just forget. I Spit on Your Grave 2 came out. I don't know. Have you guys seen that movie? No. No, this is a better movie in both Well, formats. yeah, because that movie's terrible. Yeah. I haven't seen it, so it's obviously terrible. And then the other one was Dark Skies. Ever see that? Saw that. I did see that. Any good? I'm a big UFO nerd and alien abduction person. This, this is a that's a an underrated movie, but this is unequivocally better. All right, well that no was pretty doubt. much the list. It has it's basically um, there's some famous. I think it's like Carrie Russell. I hate and her. somebody else. <laughs> Felicity. Um, yeah. Oh, although the Diamond in the Rough, J.K. Simmons plays a like UFO like expert. It's, he's he's awesome. good in like he's every role. He awesome does. in everything he's in. He's, he's good in all state great. commercials or whatever those commercials are. Uh, farmers, farmers. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's good we in commercials. Farmers. Yes, that's great. But uh, that's great. As far as I go, that's all I got. That's all you got, bro. That's all I got. That's, that's it. all you got. Done. All right. All I got right. Nothing else. So finish it. All right, man. All right. Finish him. Well, good job, Andrew. Dude, well, this was. I didn't fuck up. Andrew, no, you did a you did a fantastic job, bro. This was awesome discussion on this movie. Good Honestly, movie. I, I since we watched it, I have been raring to talk about this movie because there's, just, there's so much to cover, yes. and I'm so psyched that we did. And here we are, the end of another episode of America's Hometown Horror, episode, episode 19. nineteen, folks. Wow, COVID nineteen weeks old oh, as America's Hometown <laughs> Horror podcast. COVID nineteen, America's Hometown <laughs> Horror. <laughs> 
No, that's not what you want to... No. No, what? no. Well, here's where you can find us on the uh, social meds, you folks. Uh, Facebook, America's Hometown Horror Podcast. On Twitter, at Hometown Horror. On Instagram, at Hometown Horror Pod. You can also email us with uh, dick pics for Andrew. You can email us with dick's pic- dick pics for Catherine. Why or, dick pics? Uh, Why do I want what? them? Wait, what? Because you like dick pics. I do. Only if okay. they're your dick. No, oh. uh, Andrew does. Oh, me? I'm just joking. Cat has a dick. What? You can also email us at America's oh. Hometown. Uh, I digress. You fucked me up. You can you also don't want to talk about dicks. You can also <laughs> email us uh, hometown horror podcast at gmail.com with show suggestions and dick pics for show Mike. ideas, uh, dick pics for Andrew. Mike. Uh, <laughs> Dick pics for cat. No, dick pics for Otis. Okay, dick pics for anybody. Child porn and dog yes. porn. Dog yes. dicks. But anyway, email us with your thoughts. Dad dicks and dog dicks. I believe on the last episode, Andrew called for an email from one person. Did we get one? And we did not get one. You guys suck. So, um, if any of you listeners, because we're, we're getting a good amount of listeners, uh, can actually email us. Hey, you'd make our day. All right. So email us hometownhorrorpodcast at gmail.com. You can also subscribe to us in the following podcast formats: Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, and wherever the fuck else you get your podcasts. My name is Mike. I'm joined by Andrew, our host tonight. Yeah. And Catherine, we are America's Hometown Horror Podcast. Have a great night. Say goodbye to your listeners, folks. Bye! Good night. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening, and if you're looking for other podcasts to listen to, you can check out the other podcasts on the Nebiar Podcast Network. We have Retro Redoctopus, we have America's Hometown Horror, Bar Talk, Old Colony Cast, and of course, Nebiar. So you can check those out wherever podcasts are found. Like, comment, and subscribe so we can reach more listeners, and thanks for listening.